Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Pokemon Red and Blue Part 5, The Pokédex Files. That's right, folks. We have gone through the entire game. We've even given our reviews on it. But there's one thing left to do, and that is to talk about each and every single Pokemon. Yes. And to help us out, we have a special guest making his first appearance on the show. It is my son, Holden. Hey, it's me, Holden. Hey, Holden. Yes, thank you for joining us, bud. We brought you on because, well, Nick and I's knowledge of Pokemon is so poor that we can't even pronounce them correctly. (laughs) Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So we're going to rely on you pretty heavily here, and we have you on to talk about much deeper things than just the aesthetics, which is uh, pretty much what you and I can cover, Nick. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get right into it. Before we get into the Pokédex here, Holden, have you played... Pokemon Red or Blue? No, I have not played Pokemon Red or Blue. Uh, however, I played the entirety of Yellow. Okay, so you are familiar with the Gen 1 Pokemon in their original state. Yes, sir. All right. Have you played every Pokemon game after that? Just about. I've played every generation except for Gen 2. And what is that one? That would be Gold and Silver. Okay. You have to talk to Nick and I like we know nothing about Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so because sadly, it's, we're close to that. So I have a question for Holden. What? Why do you hate that generation? <laughs> I just haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. So you are definitely a qualified Pokemaster. Thank you. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, let's start with number one, and we will be going in numerical order according to the Pokédex. Mm-hmm. And number one is Bulbasaur. I did not ever have a Bulbasaur, but I fought one as he was my rival's, and I think yours as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Bulbasaur is a grass type. And poison type, right? Yep, uh, he's got a dual typing. Excellent. So this is the only starter with a dual type, and how big of an advantage is that for the, the Sore yeah, so that's family? Interesting. Um. It doesn't really provide much of an advantage because he doesn't really have that many poison type moves. Mm. Yeah. So is that more of a weakness then? I would say so because then now he has a weakness to psychic types. Okay. And Bulbasaur evolves into our number two Ivysaur. It's same. Yeah, yeah. And that's I at mean, level 16. It has better stats. Yeah, and they all do, I think, when they evolve. Yeah, and so, which, you know, and this will eventually bold or. <laughs> evolve into number three, the Venusaur. And here's, I, I have another question for our master Pokemon or Pokemon, Pokemaster Holden is, I even remember seeing an episode of the cartoon about this, where it points out that if you wait to evolve, you can learn some attacks sooner, but it seems to me that you'll be paying a, the price of lower stats, right? So is this as a rule of thumb, better to just evolve or do you think it's better to wait or is that really a case by case thing? Um, No, actually, that's not true because 
while, for instance, Ivysaur will have lower stats than Venusaur, once it evolves, its base stats changes. So it'll be relatively the same as if you would uh, just have evolved it sooner. Oh, okay. Yeah. However, there are also cases where it uh, you learn a move before evolution. Mm-hmm. Cool. And cool. as far as uh, looks-wise, I do like the looks of the Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, and Venusaur. They're pretty cool. Now, would you say that they're frogs? A frog? Oh, I don't... I never thought that once. Really? Is that what it's supposed to be? Um, I'm not sure. I've seen some people describe it that way. What would you think it is? A lizard? Yeah. You know, I, has... <laughs> I haven't given it enough thought, to be honest with you. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Uh, I know Holden is a vegan and Eric is a vegetarian, but would you guys eat part of a Bulbasaur if you were starving? Now, if Does I'm starving, count? I'm going to eat any animal. <laughs> yes, I'm starving. I'm not a vegan. Uh, if Fair enough. it sheds its leaves, I would eat those as well. What if it gave you consent? Then definitely. Okay, okay. Just curious. Maybe I'm a little hungry. I don't know. And then next up, we have number four, Charmander. Kind of, uh, I feel like, the star of the starter Pokemon. The one they really wanted to push because it's the toughest looking. Yeah, I really like Charmander, but I, I didn't pick him. And I can see why he's probably not the most popular since your first two gyms, you know, are strong against fire, right? So I feel like you have a little bit of a harder time there or could. Yeah, and Charmander is a lizard with a fire tail, and he becomes Charmeleon at level 16, and then Charizard at level 36. That's number five and number six. One of the coolest. So do you guys think, and I mean, not just Charmander, but the whole family. Oh. Pokemon here. Chars? The Chars. Good folks, but if you wanted to eat one of these, would you have to cook it? You really are hungry, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. I'm just goofing around. I would think so. Now, uh, now, in its final form, Charizard is obviously a dragon, mm-hmm. but it's not a dragon type, and I find that confusing. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I think that might be done for some game balancing reasons. It would be pretty strong if it was a dragon type. And this one, for sure. And it is the most classically uh, cool-looking creature of a dragon with a fire tail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely one of Pokemon's golden children. In later <laughs> games, he'll receive like two Mega Evolutions and a Gigantamax form. So definitely a great marketing tool and just a popular Pokemon all around. Right on. Here's a a quick question, too, since this is our first fire type. Is that it it seems like it wouldn't be the most advantageous. I guess you have grass Pokemon and stuff. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of ice ones, right? So I don't know. At least in this game, I don't know if I'm sold on these fire types. Yeah, because this is before the introduction of steel types. So there are definitely less Pokemon that are weak to fire. Mm, And when do steel types get uh, added? Steel types are added along with dark types in the next games, Generation 2, Gold and Silver. Okay, cool. And then we have our final set of starters, uh, the Squirtle at level 16. It becomes the War Turtle. And then the downgrade in name, but upgrade in looks, Blastoise <laughs> at level 36. You Although know, I do love how chonky that Blastoise looks in its uh, little <laughs> endgame sprite. You said it's a downgrade in looks, but I really love the aesthetic of the War Turtle with his cloudy tail and feathered ears. I think it looks really neat. He's yeah, got a little... But, uh, <laughs> you can't beat giant cannons coming out of your shell. Cheers to you. And this is the one uh, Nick and I both played with, so we have the most familiarity with it. I got uh, it I... all the way up through its final set of moves, the Hydro Pump. Yeah, I, I did have a Blastoise, awesome. but I didn't have Hydro Pump. I wasn't even no, you were level missing 52. Out. <laughs> And that takes us from one through nine. And next up, we have Caterpie a and Sweet Caterpillar, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's actually based off, uh, what is it? Caterpie is based off a real caterpillar, but I don't remember what it's called. Okay. 
and it can't really do much. It's just got tackle, string shot. Yeah, I, I didn't get any of these. I was not impressed every time I fought it because it was just doing screen or <laughs> string shot so much that you know I just well, level seven. It, by. it becomes Metapod, our number eleven, and then at level ten. And by the way, Metapod is useless. All it can do is harden. Mm-hmm. I actually had one, and I actually then got it to Butterfree at level ten. Not very hard to do, and then it's still not that great. Yeah, these Pokemon really aren't that special when it comes to attacking. You get them early on, and they're there to showcase evolution because it evolves to its final stage very early at level 10. Mm. And then at number 13, we have Weedle, and its second form, Kakuna, is at level 7, and at level 10, it becomes Beedrill. And I think Kakuna is one of the cooler-looking ones. Sure, yeah. And how do you feel about Beedrill, uh, since you famously are not a fan of bees? This is true, but I am a fan of weapon hands. And since this has two, uh, I like it. I like I used Beedrill for a little while. I, I didn't take it to the very end, but I have a question here about Kakuna for Holden. Now, it only has Harden, but if you evolve a Weedle into Kakuna, will it still have its attacks from before? Yeah, so that applies to Caterpie and Metapod as well. Really all Pokemon. So if you have mm-hmm. a move beforehand and evolve it'll still keep those moves okay and that can lead to some funny scenarios like a manky evolving into a primate and it actually loses its tail in that evolution but later games it can still move learn moves like iron tail even though it doesn't have a tail all right wild and the drills of the bee drill are its fists so that is pretty cool you know it is pretty cool but a complaint i have is they just look kind of like stingers i wouldn't really call them drills Mm. I feel like it doesn't live up to its name. It Yeah, it looks Fair like enough. it needs a, a little bore around it or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, next up, we have yet another three-stage evolution. We have, coming in at number 16, Pidgey, which evolves uh, into Pidgeotto at 18, and Pidgeot at 36. And this is a flying-type Pokemon. By the way, those last couples were bugs, if you couldn't figure it out. Mm. Bug and poison. Uh, Pidgey is normal flying, and... No, early on is, I think, one of your only flying options. So mm-hmm. it's an early mainstay, but not that exciting in the long run. Yeah, I, I don't even, I think I had a Pidgey for a little while, but I dished it for a Spiro. I caught a few of the later ones, uh, evolutions, just to pad out that Pokedex. Yep. Now, when you fight your rival uh, in the Hall of Fame, doesn't he have a Pidgeot? I think he does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number, number 19, we have the Ratata. I said it right this time, people. <laughs> and... It evolves at level 20 to Eradicate. Great name. But these are pretty lame-looking Pokemon. They just look like rats and hamsters. I mean, nothing cool about them. I I liked it well enough at the beginning, but there was a point where my... Even... I I did have Eradicate, but I I don't know. I got something cooler, and it got bumped off the team. And it's just a normal-type Pokemon. Following that, we have Spearow at 21, which turns into Fearow at 22. Wonderful naming convention. Mm-hmm. And they're much cooler looking birds than the other ones. And they are normal flying as well. Yeah, I, I definitely used my Firo till the very end, or uh, until I got Zapdos and then I retired it. But it uh, served me well. Next up at 23 and 24 is Ekans evolving into Arbok. And I never even had the chance to catch these things. Oh, yeah, because you're blue. I did have an, an Ekans, but I didn't really use it. So I never evolved it. And it is a poison type. And it is probably the most hilariously named set of Pokemon. Yeah, it's just backwards words. Snake and Cobra. Cobra with a K. They definitely went to the Alucard school of naming (laughs) conventions on these ones. 
And at number 25 is the actual mascot of the Pokemon franchise, thanks to the cartoon. That would be Pikachu. And at 26, it's Evolution Raichu. Mm, yeah. And that happens at any level you want. All you got to do is give it a Thunderstone. Yeah. And so Pikachu as the mascot, was that decided by the cartoon people? Because he's not really a star in this game, you know, I guess until Yellow, right? Right. I yeah. don't know. I'm, I'm guessing so. I, I think they wanted the cutest looking creature. Yeah. And it's definitely very cute looking. Although uh, in the original game, Pikachu is a much fatter, <laughs> goofier looking creature. Yeah, no, Joe. I definitely do miss the fat Pikachu. <laughs> and Pikachu was my go-to uh, lightning for a long time. Lightning, uh, electric type. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And then is this one of the ones you don't want to evolve it right away? Um, I don't really think that matters as much. It was more just of a plot point in the anime. Mm-hmm. Here, it doesn't really matter as long as you... Because it can still learn the strong electric type moves. Okay. But what do you sacrifice by evolving it too early? You won't have access to moves such as swift agility. Mm. Oh, actually, I think you want to wait until it can learn thunder. I didn't read that. So it learns thunder not until 43. So you'll really be holding out a long time. Which is a shame because I I like Raichu. I think he looks cool, even though he's not as mind-bendingly cute as Pika Pika. Now, in what game did they add uh, sex to the characters or the Pokemons? That's also uh, gold and silver. Okay. Because in this one, Pikachu has that lightning bolt tail, which means it's a boy. And eventually the girls have a heart tail. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Really? Right. I didn't even know yes, that. Yes, hmm. I do. Because I'm so cool. <laughs> <laughs> or because, you know, my daughter was obsessed with getting the heart tail ones in her game. Sure, sure. Now, following that, at number 27, we have Sandshrew. And at level 22, it becomes Sand Slash. And I used uh, Sandshrew as my HM. Mm guy i just threw a bunch on there at the beginning yeah he's really good for that because he's a pokemon you can get early on and he can learn things like cut and strength and he has a ground type which is interesting as well i was very disappointed to not be able to catch either of these because i like the way both of them look i like sandshrew's brick pattern yeah very kind of. cute and then and Sand Slash Slash. looks really cool definitely yeah. a tougher looking pokemon yeah they do look very cool however i think performance wise they fail in comparison with our next set of creatures the Nidoran family Oh, uh, yes. yes. This is a, a big chunk. We have at number 29 through 31, Nidoran, Nidorina, and Nidoqueen. And then at 32 through 34, we have Nidoran through Nidoking. And in this version, they are separate creatures. Yeah. In and- future ones, aren't they just the same creature but different sexes? Uh, no, actually. Oh. Yeah, they keep the Nidoran female and Nidoran male. I'm not sure why that was. And then what are the big differences between the two? Uh, and by the way, they both evolve at level 16 and then with a moonstone to their final form. And they are poison type. But what is the difference between the Nido Queen and the Nido King? They can learn some different moves. Like, for instance, Nido Queen will learn Body Slam, whereas Nido King will learn Thrash. And I think there are also some stat, some very minor stat differences. So which is better, Body Slam or Thrash? Um, I mean, Thrash sounds cooler. Yeah, it does sound cooler. I don't know. Body Slam had a chance to paralyze, but I'm not sure if it has that in this game. Okay. But they're both mm. solid. But Nido King is purple and spikier and looks way cooler. So you got to go with him. Yeah, Fair enough. I concur. And in their final forms, they are poison ground type. So a really good double there. I feel like that'd be right up your alley, Mr. Poison. Mm-hmm. That's you, Nick. Yeah, Nido King <laughs> was really great because he has access to Earthquake, which is one of the strongest moves in the games. Oh, yeah, I used yeah. that. I had that on my Geodude or Graveler. So yeah, nice. Nido King was one of my main guys going through. Cool. Now, following the king and queen, we have... At 35, Clefairy, and with a Moonstone, it will become Clefable. And this is a normal-type Pokemon, 
and I had one and never used it. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't get a hold of one. I I saw a few in Mount Moon, I think, but I mm -hmm. never couldn't quite get one. Um, they seemed like they would be neat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're cute Pokemon, but they're kind of a gimmick. They've got a signature move, Metronome, and that picks any move from the game at random and then uses it. Oh, oh at random. Yeah. So I guess that could be amazing or horrible. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Next up at number 37 is Vulpix. And then with the Firestone, you can evolve it into Ninetales. And this was my go-to fire type. Same. Ninetales, uh, he'll have access to Flamethrower if you wait for Vulpix to evolve at level 35. And he also has a very strong special stat, allowing him to do a lot of damage. Sweet. And it just looks cool. I, you know, I, I really need to like learn more about the Nine-Tailed Fox of mm -hmm. Japanese mythology because it appears in many games. Yeah. Uh, like Okami, etc. So <laughs> yeah, I wish yeah. I could say more about that, but I, I'm sadly ignorant. No. And then at 39, we have Jigglypuff and then it's Evolution Wigglytuff. <laughs> a great naming convention there. And this is a normal type Pokemon that evolves with the Moonstone. Yeah. I didn't now, have one of these, but what's the deal with the Jigglypuff song? So saying it's just a move, and if you use it, your opponent will fall asleep. Super <clears throat> useful for catching Pokemon. Man, I like sleep attacks. In the most current anime, uh, the Jigglypuff has a microphone that is actually a marker. And when oh. it makes uh, people fall asleep, it draws on their faces. Wow. Uh, now I, I like it even more. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, Jigglypuff is also known as a balloon Pokemon. And in some uh, iterations, such as Smash Brothers, you can actually see her deflating. So uh, if you poked her with a needle, would she explode? I don't know. I don't want to find out. <laughs> Sounds like a like bunch these of weird questions you guys are asking. <laughs> bunch of empty calories here, man. All right. Now at 41, we have, did I say that Jigglypuff and Wigglytuff were normal types? Yes. Because they are. And at 41, we have Zubat. And at 42, Golbat. It's a evolution at level 22. And it is a cool, it's basically just like a bat with no eyes. Yeah, I love Zubat. I, in fact, I tried to use one for a while, but I found it to just be kind of weak. I don't know. Maybe I didn't level it enough. Really? You guys actually like Zubat? Yeah. Well, I like Zubat because it looks cool, but I don't like Golbat because of its gross tongue. Yes. Yeah, no. Okay, that's interesting because I hate Zubat because he's in nearly every Pokemon game. Yeah. And as someone who did not have the ability to speed through uh, with an emulator or anything like that, <laughs> you will find plenty of them in caves throughout your multiple journeys. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, and I, I just want to say I heartily agree with Eric about Golbat because I even felt like maybe later I'll come back and level him up because maybe his next form or its next form would be worth it. But then I saw that tongue the first time I encountered one, and I was like, no, sir, not in my <laughs> Not for you. Uh, now at 43, we have Oddish, and Oddish is another one of the rare triple evolutions. At 21, it becomes a Gloom, which is great because it looks like it has like a killer hairdo going on. <laughs> it is a grass poison type. And then if you use a leaf stone, you will get the vile plume. Yeah. yeah, so vile plume. This family kind of acts like a weaker Venusaur, but they're also really good for catching Pokemon because you have access to sleep spore and or sleep powder and stun spore. One will paralyze your opponent and the other will make it fall asleep, which increase your catch rates. Yeah, these All were right. those are my star attacks. I I got a gloom or I'm sorry, I got an Oddish because I saw that it was only available in red. Mm -hmm. And I was already jealous of your Vulpix. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, but I really liked it. It, uh, I love sleep powder. 
I didn't get Solar Beam, but I did get Pedal Dance, and that's all right if they're asleep and weak against grass, I guess. So did you uh, evolve it into a Vile Plume? No, I stupidly forgot that it needed a stone. I kept waiting. I was like, when is this thing going <laughs> to level up? And <laughs> so, Fair enough. Yeah, what a fool. Well, next up at number 46 and 47, we have Paris and Parasect, and that evolves at level 24, and it is a bug grass type. I never used these at all, but I do like the fact that it is a crab with mushrooms coming out of it. Yeah, yeah design-wise, it's really interesting because you can see that uh, Paris, when you evolve into Parasect, the mushroom has like completely taken over. Yeah. But as far as a uh, Pokemon to use, not as exciting as it looks. Yeah. At 48, we have the Venonat, and at level 31, it becomes the Venomoth. It is also a bug, but also a poison. Yeah, a lot of bug poisons. Yeah, that seems I to ran be into common. these, but never had one. Now, it can get psychic way up there at level 43 or 50 if you're the Venomoth, so that seems pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never had either. I fought them plenty of times, though. Number 50 is Diglett, super cute, and at level 26, it gets some friends and becomes the Doug Trio. Yeah. Now, they are a ground-type Pokemon, and they can learn Earthquake. Does that make them good? Yeah, that makes them pretty good, because other Pokemon will have to learn Earthquake through uh, a TM. Whereas these guys can learn it naturally. But also, Diglett and Dugtrio have a very high speed stat. Mm-hmm. So that makes them handy. Okay. I liked, I used Diglett for a little while, but I had already kind of decided on Geodude as my ground type, I guess. But I really like Dig because you're, you disappear and can't get hurt, right? Until you come out and right. attack. So I thought that was fun. Unless they have Earthquake. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then it does extra damage. Oh, yeah, extra damage. Ooh. And now, well, now the dig is kind of nice. Uh, if you ever play against actual people, I wouldn't recommend uh, using it because <laughs> that's a free turn they have to do stat boosting moves and whatnot. Okay, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. At number 52 is, uh, you know, the star of the Pokemon anime, at least in Team Rocket's eyes. Yeah. And that was Meowth. I like Meowth, and I think it's pretty cool looking i like that weird what is that a coin or what what is that sticking out of his forehead <laughs> yeah i think of it as a coin yeah it's a coin isn't he based off a lucky cat yeah i guess and sadly in the video game meowth does not have a brooklyn accent yeah but at level 26 it does become a persian which i'm sorry it looks too much like a normal cat for me to enjoy it agreed all right coming at number 54 is psyduck and it is a really goofy-looking Pokemon. It looks like a worried duck. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, it is not a psychic type. It is a water type. Yeah, that threw me off. Me too. And at level 33, it becomes Golduck. And in the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie, there's a, a side thing about them exploding. What's up with that? Oh, oh the headaches? Yeah. Yeah. The Psyduck's kind of get psychic energy from their headaches. And so when they've got really bad headaches, they can shoot like psychic waves and whatnot. Now, Golduck is a really strong Pokemon offensively because he can learn uh, strong moves such as Hydro Pump and by TM, he can learn Psychic and Ice Beam, both of which will be very handy against the Elite Four later on. Uh One Pokemon, that's pretty sweet. Now, it is, yeah, like you said, it's a shame that he did not get his Psychic typing, which I really feel like he should have at least gotten when he evolved. Yeah. Yeah. At 56 and 57, we have Mankey and his evolution Primeape. They are fighting type. I'm torn on whether I think these look cool or ridiculous. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> part of me loves them. Part of me is like, it's like a triple. I, I did have a Mankey, but I never used it because, I mean, I, we talked about this, Eric, but I, I, I didn't really use any fighting Pokemon. They didn't seem like they'd be that good. 
I don't know if that's a mistake. Yeah, I definitely think that's valid because this is before the introduction of dark and steel types, both of which are weak to fighting. So really, oh. fighting only beat rock. Yeah. Rock and normal types. Yeah, okay. okay. And by okay. the late game, not many people have any normals. Yeah. Right. And it evolves at level 28, in case you were curious. But now let's talk about number 58 and 59, Nyx fire type, mm. the Growlithe and the Arcanine. Arcanine. How do you say that? Arcanine? Arcanine? Saturnine? Well, anyways, uh, you need a Firestone to evolve it, and it is all about them fire moves. Yeah, I was determined, was so mad I couldn't get a Vulpix, I was like, I'm going to get this thing and level it up. And so I did, by the very end, get my Growlithe up to 50 to get Flamethrower, but I don't know. Like... Since you used the Firestone, this was something I was curious about earlier where I'm like, is it better to just evolve it early to get better stats and then maybe TM it to get fire powers instead of waiting till level 50 to get Flamethrower? Um, is Flamethrower a TM in this game? I don't, um, so. I don't know. Yeah. But I just meant like, I is know it Nick good? Because he didn't use a single TM. <laughs> uh, yeah, Flamethrower, I think it's the, well, it's the strongest fire type move he can learn. And your base stats will change to Arcanine's base stats when you evolve it. So it is better to so yeah, wait. it's worth it. Okay, yes. okay. If you want that move, I mean, it's a good move though. Yeah, yeah. Number sixty is Poliwag, and it is another triple evolution at level twenty-five. It becomes Poliwhirl, and with a Waterstone, it becomes Poliwrath. Awesome name. And yeah. I wanted to use this Pokemon, but I caught it uh, so late it didn't matter. And I already had a super strong Water type. Same here. Yeah, these guys are really unique, but sadly, it doesn't really feel like they have a niche to fill. Yeah. yeah, and it's also confusing because while the first form does look like a a frog larva or whatever tadpole, it's tadpole. It's other ones not so much. Yeah, I kind of like the spiral chest thing. Oh, it reminds me of Air Man from uh, Mega Man Two, kind of. Yeah, no, I do love that. And next up at number sixty three, sixty four, and sixty five was a real heartbreaker for me. That is the other triple evolution of mm -hmm. Abra to Kadabra to Alakazam. Beautiful naming uh, convention there. Yeah, and cool looking and too. All all along. Now this is the one that in Japan it was named after Yuri Geller, the okay. Spoon Man. Yeah, and he sued them, and he now regrets that because more people know Pokemon than Yuri Geller now. That would have been a nice little feather in his cap. Yeah, yeah, they look super cool, and at level sixteen it evolves. But then to get that final form, the Alakazam, you have to trade it. Mm. Ouch. Yeah, and you really want Alakazam because he has a great speed stat as well as special attack. And he's a psychic type. And in this game, the only things that beat psychic are bug and ghost. And the only attacking move that's ghost is lick, which doesn't do that much damage. Oh. And not many people have bugs because they're not very good. Uh, gotcha. And yeah. we did mention, uh, I did forget to mention that Polyrath, while the other forms are water, its final form is water and fighting. So that's kind of a cool mix. Yeah, I wanted Abra, but every time I tried to get it, would teleport away and since i wasn't it about is hard to catch yeah that's what you got put to sleep i know i didn't have any sleeps yet now following that we have at number 66 machop and at level 28 it becomes machoke and then at level oh wait it's not a level it's a trade that's right then you mm. get machamp and this is a great series of evolutions oh sure it looks cool in all forms and then its final form it gets two more arms that's great four arms it's like magoro Yes, it is a fighting type. Next up is another triple evolution. Bellsprout at number 69 to Weeping Bell at level 21. And then if you use a Leaf Stone, it will become a Victory Bell. Yeah, and this is another 
grass poison lens this is the third one we've seen so far right yeah yeah very common apparently uh, i remember encountering these after you know i got my oddish so i was like hey i'm kind of digging these grass types and i saw these and then i also saw that on pokemon ridge you cannot catch them mm. so well, you're missing out because um, yeah, i didn't sleep. find it too exciting although bellsprout is pokemon number 69 Ah, oh, uh, yes. Nice. The drug number. <laughs> and okay, I, these might not be the first ones we've seen, but I remember in my readings about Pokemon, or at least this one, that the rap attack is supposed to be good, or, or is that only for like dragons? Um, Yeah, that's mainly for the dragons because they're okay. a bit faster. But uh, the way they work in this game is actually you can keep using that move uh-huh. and the other Pokemon will not be able to attack. So as long as you outspeed them and you don't miss, you can keep uh-huh. using it. Okay. Yeah, I had someone with rap, and I did use it a bunch. Cool. Can't remember who it is. Now, following uh, the bells, we have number 72 and number 73, Cool and Tentacruel. Mm. Man, these I, I do have to say, hats off to the people that renamed all these Pokemon. <laughs> and that's just a standard evolution at level 30. The downside of Tentacool is that it looks really sad all the time. Yeah. And it is a water poison type, so it's an interesting combo. But already having the water... Yeah. I didn't feel the need to use it much, although it does get Hydro Pump. Pretty sweet. 74, another triple evolution. My favorite, uh, one of my favorite, you know, first forms, Geodude. <laughs> Not just because it has the word dude in it, which is funny to me. I just love sure. it as like a rock with like two arms. It's just... Yeah, and in his sprite, it almost looks as if he's giving a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like he has a little rock pompadour. I love everything about it. I do not like his other forms, though. They look grosser with each one, and that is when he turns into a Graveler at 25. Yeah. And then you have to trade away to get Gollum, the hideous third form. Yeah, I was disappointed. I, I didn't realize that till it was too late. Uh, same. I mean, I had a Graveler for a long time, but... Yeah, same here. Yeah. Now, did either of you ever use uh, their signature move, Explosion? I did not, because I am against ever using a move that hurts myself. Uh, yeah, I any mean, either. I didn't think about it. Is it super strong? Yeah, it's pretty strong. Nothing crazy though. Oh, uh, does it hurt yourself to or kill you? Is that yeah? What it it'll is? make you. It'll make you faint upon using it. Yeah, it takes all your health away. So it's it's really not worth it. Yeah, I, I remember Especially when you can just use earthquake. Right, yeah, right. You got earthquake with him. You can just tear things up. I just remember something ah, in the power plant, maybe one of those orbs exploding at me or self destructing, and I I was I, I kind of thought I was like there might be something here. That's useful if you could just bring them back after every fight, but I don't know if it was ever truly be worth it. Yeah, I don't think so. Now, number 77 is Ponyta, and at level 40, it turns into a Rapidash. It is just a fire type. Uh, it's super cool, though, because it's a horse that instead of hair has fire. Yeah. You really can't beat that. At number 79 and 80, we have Slowpoke, and it evolves at level 37 to Slowbro, which is hilarious. I just love the fact that the word bros in its name. Yeah. It is a water psychic type, and its final form is a little freaky, though. Yeah. It's just a slowpoke with some sort of shell biting onto his tail. Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Don't they even expand on that in future ones? Uh, yeah. It's actually, it's supposed to be a shelter, even though the shelter in this game looks nothing like that. Okay. Huh. So, kind of a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Now, at number 80, we have another one of my favorite looking Pokemon, the Magnemite. And at level 30, it evolves into a Magneton, which I love because it's just more Magnemites stuck together. Yeah. Much like uh, Doug Chio, he just gets two more of himself and 
calls it a new Pokemon. Yeah. And it is an electric type, and I didn't really find any using, reason to use it, but I, I, I always wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely love the way these guys look with their two little magnets, one eyeball, and three screws. They're very cute. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, anytime you use a classic, old-fashioned U-magnet, I'm, I'm down for it. Now, number 83 is a non-evolving Pokemon, Farfetch'd. And it is a bird with a sprig of green onion in its mouth. That's right. Called Booker T and the MGs. Yes. And it is a normal flying type. But I think in future games, it gets an evolution, correct? It does. In the most recent game, Sword and Shield, it gets an evolution into Surfetched. And it gets a full suit of armor. No, he doesn't. No, it does not. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <clears throat> However, his leak turns into a giant lance and he has a shield. All right. Well, that's still pretty cool. So is uh, is the Farfetch'd just pretty average pokemon would you say holden or uh yeah actually it's a joke pokemon i don't remember what it is but in like japanese is it a japanese story there's something about a useless duck and it's this guy oh okay uh, so it's kind of based on some japanese proverb or tale yeah so we kind of lose that in translation mm. 84 is doduo the two-headed bird it is normal flying and level 31 it becomes the dodrio <laughs> it's a third head and I can't tell if I love it or hate it. Oh, I love this thing. Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, two heads. If I would have known it got a third one when I saw it, I would have I would have moved in on it quick. Gotcha. And at 86, we have the worst named of all the Pokemon, <laughs> Seal, which is a water type and is a seal. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of a unicorn horn. A little bit. But that's about it. And yeah. at level 34, it becomes a dugong, Does it which a... uh, gives it water ice powers. I fought some of these in the sea, but I never had one. Yeah. No kiss from a rose here, right? <laughs> no. Uh, and at number 88, we have Grimer, which then becomes Muck. And they are, of course, poison type. I fought many of these and own zero of them. Same here. I, I did not like fighting them either. They're usually kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. Now, number 90 is Shelter, and it becomes a cloister with the Waterstone. Another interesting design, a goofy shell with a tongue sticking out that then becomes evil. Yes. An evil pearl when it becomes cloister. And this is another one when it evolves, its type changes too, it becomes water ice. Is this a pretty powerful one here, the cloister? I see a spike cannon I never saw in the game. Yeah, no, he's got some good stats and he has access to decent moves. Definitely worth checking out. I think they're known for their high defense. Yes. And I think that because I'm looking at a chart that shows that <laughs> shows their defense is super high. Following that, we have the Gengar line. Yeah, number 92 is Ghastly, which at level 25 becomes Haunter. And at level, oh, no, no level, trade mm. only, you get Gengar. And this is one of the few ghost types, but it's also poison. Yeah, this is the only ghost type in this game, right? I think so, yeah. I was a big fan. I, I had a Haunter. I loved hypnosis i used it all the time dream eater good stuff it is a cool looking pokemon too yeah all three of them look really cool i like that they just really go all in on the nightmare darkness look yeah, <laughs> yeah i was mad i couldn't i was like i gotta trade for a gengar it's not fair indeed and at 95 we have onyx a uh according to the guide we used extremely long pokemon mm -hmm. it is a rock and ground type but it didn't really seem that great besides its defense yeah, yeah, it'll get an evolution in the next games, but as of now, not that wonderful. Does it evolve oh, into uh, Seviper? No, it evolves oh. into Steelix. Oh, so it gets rid of that ground typing for uh, Steel. Mm. Is uh, uh, 
What is that Viper? That is one, right? I feel like I remember it being used by Team Rockets in the cartoon. Surviper. Survivor. Was it? Are you thinking okay. of the grass type? Uh, an evolution of Snivy? Uh, maybe. I I, I just yeah. it's a name I remember hearing the Pokemon <laughs> itself say over and over <laughs> uh, on the cartoon. So I thought since this looked kind of like a snake, it might be related. I was wrong. That's why you're here. <laughs> now at 96 and 97, we have Drowsy and then its evolution at level 26, Hypno. They are both psychic types. And I like Hypno because it has a hypnotizing uh, coin or watch that it swings in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Now, what is Drowsy? An anteater? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of odd. Or like and a then, taper? Yeah, and it looks like he's been dipped in chocolate. I think you're right about the tapir thing. I don't know what. Yeah, now, I was... as far as the Pokemon itself goes, is there any reason to add a Hypno to your team? Um, I guess if you would like to catch things, you can use Hypnosis for that. But you've got a lot of Pokemon that can do that. Mm-hmm. He is a psychic type, so there's that. That's nice. But he's all right. All right. At number 98, we have Krabby. And at level 28, it becomes a Kingler. And they are both uh, water type Pokemon that are just crabs. Ooh, and they get hardened at like level 49. <laughs> is that After like they a... get a move that I do like called Crab Hammer. <laughs> they give you a prank at the end where it's like, keep going, losers. All right. Then the 100th Pokemon is Voltorb. And as the game likes to point out, it's commonly uh, mistaken for a Pokeball because it looks exactly like one. And its evolution is Electrode, which looks the exact same. Except I, the part where it's flipped upside down. Oh, it's it's upside yeah. down. Gotcha. Yeah, I and uh, they explode a lot. This was the one you ran into that exploded on you. Yeah, and I thought about using it because I, I was I had one for a little while that I used just for my flash HM mm-hmm. and it was it was pretty worthless in fights. So sometimes I was like, is it worth it to just blow him up? And because I don't really care. But yeah. but yeah, Voltorb and Electrode are the Pokemon franchises uh, mimics, if you will, because you'll find items on the ground. And Pokeballs. And so sometimes when you go to pick them up, they'll actually be a Voltorb or Electrode. That's right. Yeah, and like the power plant. Mm -hmm. Mm. Now, 102 is the Grass Psychic type Execute. And with the Leaf Stone, it will become Executor. Executor? Executor. Executor. And, man, I really wanted to get that Executor. But uh, as the internet told me and my son, you should wait till... Your execute is at least 42 to get that solar beam. Uh. And at the final parts of that game, I'm so close. Then at 104, we have Cubone. And at level 105 is its evolution, Marowak. And that levels up at level 28. And as we all know, this ground type Pokemon, where's the skull of its mother? Sick. Not sure why they decided that, but it is a weird, sad thing. <laughs> yeah, and- <laughs> it does. It does look very cool, though. It does. And also, it can learn Bonerang. Oh, whoa. I would have. It uses Bone as a Boomerang. I'm not sure how that works, but it does. I do like any bo- uh, Boomerang-style moves. And I do like the fact that it has a club that is a bone. Do they ever tell you if that one is the club is also one of its mother's bones? You know, that I don't know. <laughs> I would prefer well it to be. be the skull of its mother and then the bones of its enemies. <laughs> wouldn't we all now 106 is hitmonlee and 107 is hitmonchan they are both fighting types and then the ones you get to choose from the fighting gym and one is a puncher one is a kicker yeah now they're kind of the same i think hitmonlee though is a lot more interesting just design wise mm-hmm. he's got those legs that are kind of springy and he can extend them when he kicks yeah yeah indeed and as much as i like jackie chan we all know bruce lee is the superior uh-huh. martial artist and film star 
108 is the grossest of all the Pokemon, <laughs> Lickitung. And uh, uh. it has no evolution, and it is a creature, very turtle-looking, without a shell, giant tongue. Don't like it. It is a normal-type Pokemon. Yes, I. it's one of the few that, when I saw it, I instantly refused to waste a Pokeball on this gross creature. Mm-hmm. At 109 and 110, we have coughing and wheezing. I like the fact that a wheezing is just like a coughing with more nodules on it. Yeah. <laughs> they all have their own little faces. It is as gross as it should look. It is. It's almost as if he got like a tumor that grew a face. Yes. And then it is a poison type. Are they particularly powerful? Is... Or... No, but you will find that Team Rocket uses them a lot as they are a poison type. And so you're bound to fight plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw them a bunch and I hated them. So I didn't mess with them, but I was just curious. Now, 111 and 112 are the Rhyhorn and Rhydon, and they are ground rock types and very strong. Uh, first only found in the Safari Zone, but then you can find them in the secret area on your way to Mewtwo later in the game or mm-hmm. post-game. And just they're just very strong. Is that their deal? Yeah, they're just really strong. Cool. Uh, they can also learn Horn Drill, which has a very high chance of missing, but if it does connect, it's a one-hit KO. Ooh. Awesome. At 113, we have Chansey. It has no evolution. It is a normal type Pokemon, and it is very rare. Yeah, it's very rare. And when you uh, defeat them, they yield a lot of experience points, which is part of the reason why they're so rare. Oh, kind of metal slimy here, huh? Yeah. 114 is another no evolution. Tangela. And I don't know what this is supposed to be, perhaps like a sea anemone or something, but it is a grass type Pokemon, and it just looks like a ball of spaghetti. (laughs) Blue spaghetti. Yeah. Number 115 is another non-evolving Pokemon, Kangaskhan. Wonderful name. And it is like a normal type Pokemon that is just a, like an armored kangaroo. Yeah, didn't use this one. I don't. I didn't have one, I don't think. I know I fought it a few times, but... I think you can only find it in the Safari Zone. Mm-hmm. 116 is a water type Pokemon, Horsey. And it is also just a horse, seahorse, but as the name backwards. Yeah. At level 32, it evolves into a Seedra. Another one of the many water types that I just passed over, you know? Yeah, there are so many water types in this game. Indeed. Just like number 18 and 19, the Goldeen, which evolves into a Seeking at level 33. It is a goldfish with a horn, which is cool, but that's all I know. Yeah. It also gets horn drill, so there is that. Oh, yeah. We continue the water theme with Misty's favorite Pokemon, 120, uh... Star you and in 121 star me and this pokemon does get its psychic type when it evolves yeah so its oh. second form is a water psychic and despite the fact that it's a starfish it's a very fast pokemon i wonder if they were oh, influenced yeah. by starro at all of uh, dc comics fame what about shumagorath he's kind of only in the video game does he look starish <laughs> oh, that's in the true. comics he's more of a like eldred horror creature yeah 122 is Mr. Mime. He does not evolve. He is a psychic type, and he was my psychic type for the game. He looks pretty dumb, but I love how dumb he looks. (laughs) 123 is one of the coolest looking Pokemons, Scyther. He's a bug flying type with scythe arms. Pretty sweet. But he does not evolve, sadly. In this game. In this game. Ooh. Uh, uh. Now, 124 is Jinx, and this is the original version before they... And I changed it up a little bit. Uh, Jinx is an ice and psychic type. So that's good. But it does not evolve in this game either. We still have a few more non-evolving to cover here. At 125, it's Electabuzz. It is an electric type. Is this a bear? What is this thing? 
I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I any never good. really thought of it as a bear, but I can see that. It's yeah, it's something, all right. I don't know, a zebra bear, a zebra bear. Hmm. Now, one twenty six is Magmar. It is a fire type Pokemon, and it looks like a bird is crossed with a Charmander. Yeah, kind of like a duck. It's but it's got that Charmander it's kind of fiery like tail. Bill lips. <laughs> I don't like his face. No, his face bit. is hideous. Yeah, it looks weird, and it's like since you already have the Moltres as like a super fire bird, it seems kind of awkward to go in that way again. I don't know. One twenty seven is Pinsir. It is like a bug type, and it is definitely just a beetle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, while its stats are nothing extraordinary, they can learn Guillotine, which is another one hit KO move that misses often, but it also has access to Swords Dance, which is a stat boosting move that will double your attack. Oh, oh. wow! Okay. Next up at 128 is Tauros, the bull. Get it? It has three tails and a lot of hit points, but not much else. Is this like, I saw this on some lists of the strongest Pokemon from this generation. Is which Yeah, you, this generation is pretty good. It's got a lot of health and its attack is also very nice. Just big and just tough. Overall, yeah, well-rounded. Now, would this Taurus be like a sedan, family sedan type? All right, that's a <laughs> 90s car joke. Sorry. Be glad you didn't get it. I'm still waiting for the day we get an evolution, and it's Minotauros. Oh, that'd be awesome. Now, at 129 is what I've gone on record as saying is my favorite Pokemon, and that is Magikarp. <laughs> it is a water type. It is a carp that wears a little crown. It can do nothing but splash and eventually badly tackle things. <laughs> but once you've got it to level 20, it becomes the powerful Giardos. Giardos. Gyarados? Gyarados. We'll get it eventually, folks. <laughs> and it is a water flying type. So it's got those going for it. And it learns a lot of strong moves, including Hydro Pump and Hyper Beam. Yeah, I didn't realize it evolved so early. It does. It's just a pain to get there because yeah. you can never use it to fight, really. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then for 131, we have Lapras, which is one of my favorites. As my favorite dinosaur is the Plesiosaurus. Okay. Now this fella, he is a water and ice type. And it's based off the Loch Ness Monster. Ah, cool. Oh. And it does have a shell on its back like a saddle. So that's cool, too. Yeah, it's got a lot of cool stuff. I, I intended to use it, but I didn't because I already had a Blastoise. Yeah. At 132, we have Ditto, the copycat Pokemon. And in this version, or in this game, when you see it, it is the Ditto. Mm-hmm. But in Pokemon Go, when you encounter it, it's a different Pokemon. It has already assumed the form of another one. Is that the case in other later Pokemon games? No, in later Pokemon games, well, except for uh, Gold and Silver, it will always be a Ditto. Okay. And then it'll either use Transform or it'll have a hidden ability, which then transforms it into your Pokemon. But you'll see what's going on. Gotcha. And it only has that one move, Transform, and that then turns it into the Pokemon you're fighting? Mm-hmm. Okay. So would you be the same level as the one you copied? No, when you transform, you retain your level. So you would just have whatever attacks you would have of that Pokemon with the, your current level of Ditto. Yeah, so you could have, yeah, so you could be a high level Pokemon, but if your Ditto was low level, it could have moves that it wouldn't normally have at that level. Okay, okay. And then at 133, we have uh, the other breakout cute star of mm. this game, Eevee. And as its name uh, suggests, it is an evolution themed pokemon is normal type its specialness is that when you use a different stone on it it will become a different type of pokemon based on that stone's properties and in this game it only has three other forms 
Uh, if you give it the water stone, it becomes Vaporeon or vapor. Get it? Like water vapor. Mm. And it becomes a water type. With the Thunderstone, it becomes Jolteon, or as I kept trying to say, Volteon, <laughs> uh, an electric type. Or if you use the Firestone, it becomes a Flareon, a fire type Pokemon. And a- is there a consensus on which of these is the strongest type in this game? You know, I'm not sure. Uh, I just always use Jolteon because I think he looks awesome. And he he's does. an electric type. He yeah. does. And then what are the other ones uh, that we eventually get in the future games? Yeah, so in Gold and Silver, we'll get Umbreon and Espeon, a Dark and Psychic. And then in Generation 4, Diamond and Pearl, we get Glaceon and Leafeon. And then in X and Y, we get Sylveon, and that's the Eevee family. Wow. Awesome. Man. Uh, With my daughter, the Eevee family is an extremely uh, (laughs) popular point of the Pokemon fandom. Possibly my biggest regret through this game was never using mine. I, I had all the stones and I never evolved it. I was like, oh, wait. And then it just never happened. And <laughs> looking at the many attacks they all get, I feel like a like a fool. Oh, yeah. You should have totally gotten a Jolteon. Uh, yeah, yeah. And 137 is a Pokemon I wanted to get. Uh, it is Porygon. It does not evolve here. And its name is a little controversial because it's kind of a uh, English take mm. on the word Polygon. It is a polygonal Pokemon. It is a normal type. And you can only get it, I think, by uh, exchanging in your coins in the gambling center. Yeah, and I didn't mess with uh, gambling, so... No. I do know that in later games, it does get uh, more evolutions, and that cracks me up that those evolutions are just like graphical refinements to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it definitely has a like almost like a Super Nintendo... Like, this looks like a creature in Star Fox. Yeah. Sure. Now, the next two, uh, 138 and 139, is the Ammonite and Omastar, and that evolves at level 40. They are both rock water type, which is an interesting combo. Yeah, most of the fossil Pokemon in the Pokemon games will be rock type. Okay. And these are the ones you get. You get that depending on which fossil you decided to take. Yeah. The dome or the not dome one. The dome or the helix. Oh, I'm glad you're here because (laughs) I could not remember. Now, I took the next one, which was number 140, Kabuto. And it evolves into a Kabutops at level 40. It does not look nearly as cool as the other one, but Mm. what are you going to do? It is also (laughs) a rock water type. And I guess that would make sense because back in the ancient days, there was just rocks and water. There you go. I take that back. Kabutops is pretty cool looking. Yeah, he's got got some Scyther vibes, kind of. Mm -hmm. Now, 143 is a non-evolving one. It is Aerodactyl. It is a rock flying type, not a dragon type, which it looks like. Yeah. I did get one, but I never used it. And then at 143, we have Snorlax. It is a normal type Pokemon. And as uh, Reddit likes to point out, it took X number of generations before the Snorlax could stand up. Each game, its posture is less laid down until I guess the newest one, it's standing. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. But it does also get um, mainly defensive moves and strength type moves. Is that right? Yeah. Now at 144, we have the beginning of our legendary trio. Articuno, the ice flying type. It does not evolve, but when you catch it, it is crazy strong. Yeah. Um, our listeners know how much I abused it. I, you know, probably could have, but I already had my very high level Blastoise. Right, right. 145 is also not evolving because it is the legendary. Are there any legendaries that evolve, Holden? No. Okay. And it is electric and flying type, uh, being a legendary bird. It is the first one you get at the power plant, and uh, we both used it a lot. Mm. Sorry, I misspoke earlier. Yes, there is one set of legendaries that evolves. In Generation 7, Sun and Moon, 
Cosmog can evolve into Cosmome, which will then evolve into the box legendaries, Lunala, or Solgaleo. But for the most part, it's a safe bet to say that legendaries do not evolve. All right. And then at 146, we have the final legendary bird, Moltres, the fire flying type. And I probably could have used this more, but I already had my Ninetales uh, stacked out with all my super fire moves. Yeah. And let's be honest, it doesn't look as cool as, especially Zapdos, no. but it's the least Zapdos cool. Zapdos looks super cool. Yeah. Definitely. It looks a little like a rubber chicken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then following that at 147 is the Dratini. It is another triple evolution, one that I really was really trying to get up there. At level 30, it becomes Dragonair. And not until level 55 does it become a Dragonite. Wow. And it is the only dragon type in the game. Yeah. And it does not look cool in its first two forms. <laughs> it's just a little snaky looking thing. But really? in its final form, it becomes a full on dragon. I like Dragonair. It's got some gems on its tail and neck, a horn, and those uh, ear wings again. It's another kind of, it's like little Captain America <laughs> mask going <laughs> yeah. on. And uh, when it becomes Dragonite, it has dragon and flying type, making it super cool. And it has a move called Dragon Rage, which I don't know what it does, but I know I like it. I don't know, Dad. This guy's got noodles on his head. I, I think the previous guy looks cooler. <laughs> and then finally, 150 is the MacGuffin of the Pokemon movie. And a Pokemon you can only get in the post game, Mewtwo. The reason you hold on to that Master Ball. Yeah. And it is a psychic type with crazy high stats all around. Yeah. And then there is one more Pokemon, a 151 or 151st Pokemon, that is the original Mew, just Mew, not the number two. Right, right. And there is no way to get it legitimately in the game unless you were in a specific set of tournaments. Okay. But there is a way to get it non-legally. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not sure how you do that. Uh, through trades or data manipulation with like a game genie type device. Something oh, like right. That. Yeah. And that's it, guys and gals. All 151 Pokemon. We did it. Woo -woo. Oh, yeah. So thank you very much, Holden, for joining us and uh, lending us your Pokemon knowledge, making us not sound like complete fools. <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, the The fans of this show have heard me talk about you countless times and uh, <laughs> the many games we, ha we have played together or that I have subjected you to, to help me uh, break up the monotony <laughs> or the horribleness of them. So I appreciate, you know, all the help you've given me behind the scenes, but it's great to have you on again. Yeah, it's awesome. Definitely. So that's it, folks. This is the end of our Pokemon coverage. I don't know when we'll get to silver and gold. It's going to be a minute, that's for sure. But when we do, we'll make sure to play the Burl Lives song from, what is that? The Abominable? Ah, you know what I'm talking oh, about? From, from, from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It is Rudolph? Okay, I... I I guess it is Rudolph, yes. All right. Uh, the snowman himself sings it. <laughs> Maybe you can ask uh, your grandparents to bust out that old tape for us. Silver and gold, silver and gold. Everyone wishes for silver and gold. So, folks, next week's game will be 1943 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Find a copy of that game any way you can and play along, friends. That's right. Did we misrepresent your favorite Pokemon? Let us know if you haven't already. Or what, do you want to give us a gold star for pronouncing some some things better this time? Uh, we, <laughs> we think we deserve it. And uh, you can send it to us at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. 
Or you can get in touch with us on Facebook at Cartridge Command or the Twitterverse at Cart Command, where we let you know when new shows drop. But we also love hearing from you guys on those platforms. And of course, we must go out of our way to thank the awesome, kind, wonderful folks to give to us every month at patreon.com slash cartridge command. It is their support that makes this show happen. We are just a couple of dudes that make this show in our spare time. And without you guys and gals, we would not have the money to pay for hosting fees, travel expenses, uh, broken cables, and the like. Mm. So thank you all very, very much. And those that are thinking about giving, please do. Uh, only a dollar or two, you know, if you got it, will make a difference and it helps us out. So once again, thank you all very, very much. And yeah. as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game On! Game On! Awesome. To talk about things that aren't the aesthetics of these Pokemon <laughs> that aren't. Oh my god! Is that a bark a nine? <laughs> Pause, break, so there's like a, a nice solid spot of, of silence, and you just start again. Cool. And Nick's editing it, so you can just do it as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs>